0: Hey, I'm Ryan and I'm Lucas. Hey, welcome back today. We're going to talk about uh, co-hosts cleaners and other helpers you may hire to assist you in your Airbnb business when you are new to Airbnb and you have one listing um, you are typically the host (laughs) the cleaner and the helper (laughs) you're everything. Um,
1: you wear all the hats. That's
0: right. And you're going to wear them daily. Every other day you're going to be doing something different and play a different role. When you only have one listing or let's say it's a room in your house, that will probably never change. You'll probably never switch out to a fully automated anything with all kinds of helpers and a staff. Um, when you start getting arbitrage or managed rentals or owned rentals that are off-site from your home, Maybe several miles away, and there's a lot of you folks that are listening right now that probably have a job or run an actual business otherwise, other than um, your Airbnb business. I'm gonna just you know just put it out there. There's there's gonna most likely be a lot of real estate professionals in this podcast listening who have access to homes to rent and, and own, and maybe like you will sell a property to someone for the purpose of Airbnb, and then they become the manager. So. Um, y'all are busy is what I'm getting at, right? Yeah, I mean, you got stuff to do. We all got stuff to do. I'm running, I'm running three businesses myself. You're doing multiple things yourself. A lot of our listeners are going to be the same way. So when you get to a point where you have multiple listings, you are going to need to find a way to get some help because you can't be
1: everywhere at once. Um, I guess Shit. that kind of breaks down into two people. The people who have a day job and are kind of looking at Airbnb or VRBO like an investment. Yes. Um, and then in that case, you would hire a manager who kind of handles everything like myself. Um, and, and I handle everything from all of the, you know, I, I contract the cleaners, the handyman, everything's You yeah. know, the owners are really hands-off unless I need them. Yeah, so.
0: the most hands-off way would be yeah to hire for an owner management. to just hire yeah. someone like Lucas and just say, here's your management. Yeah. And Done. If,
1: yeah, if you have time on your hand, then it's, you know, then, then you take a, a more proactive approach. In your right. own properties and, and kind of go after But then themselves. as the
0: manager now, because the third the third methodology we talked about of jumping into the business is to be the manager. Yeah. So as the manager or any other capacity, at some point, you're going to get too big. You can't be the cleaner. Now, Lucas, when you were new to this and your first unit came in uh, to you, you actually cleaned it, right?
1: Yeah, I cleaned it. Yep. I it took did, you how long? Uh, like two, three hours. Okay, so time. you
0: got, and what was that, a three-bedroom condo? That
1: was a two-bedroom. A
0: two-bedroom condo takes two to three hours to clean. As soon as you got two of them, now if they turned over on the same day,
1: I could still do it. But it wasn't when the third one hit. I was like, "Well, okay, I can't do right?
0: that." Well, and here's why, guys: the the checkout time is about ten a.m. Uh, you can make it eleven. You can make it noon. That's your prerogative as the host. If you're if you want to let people check out later, you go right ahead. Ten a.m. works for me. Three p.m. check in for the next guest gives me a five-hour window to turn over all the units with my staff yeah mine's Um, six i got 10 to four 10 to four that's good so in that six hour time period uh as soon as you have just three which you have way more than three but if you have just three units now if they all turned over on the same day uh you have a problem You're not going to get done in time. Yeah, because even if you you were at
1: two hours, you're going to walk into one of them that's going to take longer than two hours to clean. Right, right.
0: Understand this, guys, right from the outset. Sometimes you're going to walk in a home, walk in your listing after someone checks out, and you're going to wonder if someone was even there. These are usually the folks that are there in town for uh, professional reasons. They just need a place to sleep, and they're in meetings all day at a a company headquarters somewhere, and they're just doing one meeting after another. It's strictly a professional visit. Um, They come and go. All right. They they sleep in the bed, and that'll be the only evidence they were there, uh, that, and maybe they used your disposable soap you provided. Yep. Um, in the meantime, uh, the the next guest might be someone with uh, a very large family, and the place is just destroyed. <laughs> Everything is, is tossed. Um, it's going to average out. Okay, you're going to get a bad one. You're going to get a good one. So just, just plan on that. Um, all right. So back, back to the point here, co-hosts and cleaners and other helpers. So... Um, to get help you could assign co-host duties to a trusted party sometimes that co-host may actually be the cleaners themselves I'm not suggesting that everybody who's a cleaner and a hired cleaning service is also someone you can trust to have access to your listings but it is an easy way to share the uh, check-in and check out calendar with them and in the spirit of systemization You don't want to have to call your cleaner every day and say, are you going to clean at 10 o'clock today? Are you going to go clean the other one at noon? You want to give them access to the calendar in some way, shape, or form. The easiest way to do that, if you don't want to make them a co-host, is to utilize the Google Calendar Share function built into Airbnb. They give you a snippet of code that is available not from the app, you have to be on the website, the Airbnb website, you take that snippet of code and you build it into a Google Calendar. And the Google Calendar will populate with all of your Airbnb reservations automatically. Okay? Super simple to do. It takes, you know, I don't mean to insult anyone, but it's about a second grade level of technology. You, you copy the code. You put it in the Google Calendar. Google
1: Calendar populates. Done. Yeah, and is that for each individual listing, the snippet of code? Correct.
0: Yeah. So each listing has a snippet of code. So you'll go in, you'll grab it. And what I did, I created a Google account, a whole different Google account. Uh, I called it like Ryan's Airbnb, uh, dot calendar. I don't know, at Gmail, something like that. I can't remember, it's in my phone. Um, and then that is its own email address and its own calendar and its own drive folder. Because every Google account you have has its own set of these these items, right? So now you have a place in a Google account that you can actually give somebody to open up on their phone. You make the password something mundane like, you know, some easy password that you password. share, right? Password123, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> admin000, right? And you give that password to your to your cleaning company, your cleaning, you know, your hired cleaner whether it's a person or a company. And then they open Google Calendar on their phone, they log in, bam, they have the calendar with that you can expect that they know the dates people are checking in and out okay um that way you don't have to give them co-host status on the app if if you have these airbnb listings and you're partnered up with say a significant other or a marriage mate whatever then it's it's a no-brainer that's your co-host and you guys can back each other up even if it's a girlfriend boyfriend situation and you guys trust each other um and again if if it's the cleaner and you're willing to give them a tiny management fee to take care of messages while you're indisposed, um, they can back you up as well. Uh, But you're gonna need that help at some point. Uh, Cleaning companies are, you know, they're out there. Uh, There are now cleaning companies that are specific to Airbnb and they understand what it takes. Um, There is a difference, right, between normal residential cleaning and Airbnb cleaning. Yeah, it's actually Huge a problem. I,
1: I'm in the process of hiring another cleaner right now, and, and that's the problem that I'm coming across is is a lot of those cleaners have never cleaned a short-term rental, and they really are not understanding the difference between the two and what kind of needs to be done. And it's it's uh, unfortunately, it kind of appears that you're, I'm going to have to hold their hand on a couple of them. Yeah, and
0: you'll, you'll have to do that. When you, when you give a new cleaner a tour of the house and show them how you need it cleaned, take the time... To explain to them the review system explain to them how important five-star reviews are versus four star and three star um, and God forbid any less on the cleaning department okay because yeah again well, we're, we're revisiting reviews in parts uh, there's a section there's seven criteria you get rated on by a guest and and we talked about accuracy of listing and description communication. And we talked about communication cleanliness is the the very first one they see and if they take and hit the cleanliness at a low number, it takes the entire overall rating down. Yep. Okay. Um, explain that to the cleaning company and tell them that if they get rated three and four stars consistently, they're fired. You're you have fired. to be
1: clear with these people. That has to be clear, uh, crystal clear for them. And, uh, you know, because not only does it hurt... Their ability to clean, because uh, obviously they're not going to be retained uh, right. if they can't clean, but it hurts how much money you can make, which ultimately determines how much money they're right. going to make.
0: And, and guys, what's really important is you need to always, always, always be mentally ready for a no-show. Um, I've been blessed with a very low volume of no-shows, but for, for you guys to plan properly, if you have a cleaning company that is a sole proprietor and they don't have any employees and they're all by themselves... God forbid something happens in their family, right? There's a death in the family or there's yeah, been an well accident. That,
1: or... that, that leads right into having a backup. Absolutely. Make That's sure to I'm have a backup. It. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, you're going to, just like anybody, you're going to have turnover. Any business has turnover any business, you're not going to get it right probably the first time with the people you hire. Um, but it's just a, con- a continuous uh, roller coaster of, you know, keeping a high level of service. Correct. You know, Correct. so.
0: And, it, and it, you know, you don't want to ever... Um, get into your mind that you don't have to do anything because there will be times where you have to jump in and you have to go be the cleaner.
1: Yeah, this um, last June, this last June is what finally hit me. I grew to a size where my cleaning company that I hired could no longer clean all of my units at the same time. And they, too many one they, day. They, they, she goes, she calls me and goes, Lucas, we can't get to that unit. And I drove down there and cleaned that unit. And I was like, okay. I got to hire another cleaner. Yeah. Now
0: you're expanding. Yep. Right. And so in my growth phase, um, my cleaning company just started hiring. They just started getting bigger. And my Airbnb business was the catalyst for that company growing. And every time I added a listing to my portfolio, they had to add more people. And then it caused them to be in a position as a cleaning company to, um, to then take on more residential clients as well. Now that company actually went through such a growth phase on their own on a different trajectory altogether, uh, that they outgrew my business. They doing my Airbnbs turned out to end, you know, and ended up being kind of a nuisance to their business at, at, as you know a couple years went by. And so now I've got new cleaners, but I'm operating on the rule of threes at this point. Okay, I want I want the main cleaner and then a, a another cleaner not related to them, right? And then I want that third cleaner. So what I'm doing is I'm sharing the duties between all three, and everybody is cross-trained on all the units. Everybody knows where yeah. things are. Yep. And then when it comes to like um, linens, I actually hired an entirely separate person to do the laundry. So now my cleaners don't even need to take care of the laundry. Twice a so, you know what is it every other week I have uh, one person come and take all the laundry from kind of our headquarters. We have everything go to a central location. Um, where all our supplies are stored behind lock and key, and they come and take the laundry, they bring it to a laundromat, and they invoice me. They bring it back folded, ready to go. Um, when you do it that way, you've got to have a lot of extras because now in Lucas, you've only got enough linens to kind of turn over one and a half times, right? Like you're not you're not keeping like 20 sets of sheets in one building. right? No, no. Right, and we are. So we're
1: each one. I have a I have the main and the backup
0: okay okay yep. so then they launder them while they're there correct and, they, right. and
1: if they're staying there longer than a week i give them access to the backup if yep. they're not staying there longer than a week then i do not give them access to the backup because that unit has to be turned most likely during busy season mm-hmm. and i want the cleaners if if push comes to shove to be able to throw new sheets on take the old sheets yep. with them, and, with go, them. Okay. and go home with them or go to the laundromat and that's and a unique way
0: to do it um i don't do it that way because um i just i don't want to put that onus on my cleaners he's got he's got a higher level of cleaning company because they're They're making hundreds of dollars per
1: turnover. Mine are, mine are smaller units, and they're going to range about fifty bucks, yeah, sixty yeah. bucks. The to cleaning, turn them over. the cleaning of the units is what uh, the linens take the longest, obviously. Yep. And there's a washer yep. and dryer in some of the units. Some of the buildings, though, are old style buildings where they have like the coin operated washer Down and dryer. The hall. Yeah, and I don't want the yeah. cleaners to have no, to spend twenty dollars no. in quarters trying yeah. to wash sheets in their tiny little yeah. washer and dryers. <laughs> so I just let them take them home and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. do it that way. Bring them back with them.
0: You yep, know? for the next turnover. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, our solution was to just get a ton of everything. I. I own hundreds of sheet sets, hundreds and hundreds of towels and rags and everything else. Um, So that's, you know, that's our solution. That way when we do the laundry, we have enough stock for for two weeks. So um, if that helps you automate and get things, you know, uh, more organized for you, that's another way to deal with it. Um, All right. So one last thing on the co-hosts, cleaners and helpers, uh, let's just summarize by saying get a co-host you trust somebody you trust with access to the account. They're not gonna be able to do, they're not gonna be able to see your financials, but they can do everything from pricing to communication. So trust that person if you put somebody out as a co-host. Otherwise use the calendar function to share a schedule. Yep. Cleaners um, have more than one if you have more than three listings. Um, that's my recommendation. Unless you wanna be your own backup. You, yeah. you have to have more than one.
1: And make sure they understand the short-term rental cleaning process right. and, and why the review matters. Right, exactly. And we're gonna have a whole other episode about
0: um, the next little piece of, of helpers you need. It's the handyman aspect. We have a whole episode upcoming about that. Um, cause, uh, guess what? You're, you're now a handyman. <laughs> Congrats. Get a tool belt. <laughs> he foreshadowed the next episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so anyway, we'll leave it at that for now on this, uh, on this segment. Uh, in the meantime, be the best host you can be and, uh, get that money,
1: get that money.